Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Legends of Athletics podcast. I am Justin Miller. For those of you who don't know, I am the primary host of this show and this podcast. And tonight, I'm riding solo. But uh, it's don't you worry, don't you fret. We still going to have a great show. And I have a couple of announcements to make to you guys before we get into the meat of this show. Right now, we have pre a pre-sale going on of uh, Legends of Athletics shirts and gear right now. Um, we have some cutoff shirts for the ladies coming up this summer. Hey, sun's out, guns out. We have some cutoff shirts for the ladies, some love yourself shirts. We also have some long body t-shirts styling and profiling for the men. Um, just Legends of Athletics shirts. Um, and you, if you follow any, follow any of our social media pages, our IG page, our Facebook page, or our Twitter page, you can be sure to DM us on that, Legends of Athletics 19. And also, if you don't have any social media, which is rare these days, but guess what? It's also possible. Some people do not have social media. You can email us at legendsofathletics19 at gmail.com and make sure you give us our, your shirt size and we will send you the link to pay for those things and make sure we make this transaction as smooth as possible and as friendly as possible and make you the happiest customer that you can be. And also guys, make sure when you order the shirts to um, order 50 of them, because that will make the dream a very precious reality. So make sure you go and do that. Um, also, we are working on a web page right now to make everything a little simpler for you guys to make everything a little easier so that you can go and have be a one-stop shop have everything you need in that one spot if you want to follow all social media pages you can go to the web page and you can do it from there if you want to order uh shirts uh bands anything you can order it from right there on that page and we're gonna have that done for you guys within the next week or two um also we have some exercise programs that we are that we have completed and um have ready for peewee and junior high athletes this pro these programs that we have created um is two parts uh each one is six weeks part one is six weeks part two is six weeks they are great foundation builders for those um who are getting ready to get into weight training and those who are uh making that transition from uh body weight training to weight training and um these things are great for building a solid foundation and uh, foundational movements. And they, they go for, uh, for you know, our peewee athletes. Uh, I would probably say just stick with uh, part one. And our junior high, like seventh uh, and eighth grade, um, you can you can jump into that part two. Um, also, if you want to, um, and if you're a person that's getting back into fitness and you, you know, or you may just want to try some athletic based uh, movements or some calisthenic style workouts, uh, these programs could, could uh, very easily fit your lifestyle as well. And so <clears throat> I think that's all of the announcements. I, I sound like I'm at church. That's, that's all we are announcements for today. And uh, be sure to come back next week. But no, uh, on a serious note, I think that's everything that we have going right now. Uh, we have a lot of stuff going, guys. We're working on ebooks for you guys. We're working on a ton, a lot more programs for you and uh, working on getting a lot more gear for you guys as well. And so I just want everybody to stay informed and stay upbeat. Also, uh, remember, if you hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast at, and you hear me right now speaking through your figure, and the voice in your speaker right now, that's me, that's me. All right, if you hear all that right now, uh, be sure to leave uh, a comment. Leave us a good rating. If we deserve a good rating, leave us a, good, a solid rating. 
and uh, comment. Let us know what we could be doing better, what you would like to hear, and what you feel like we need to keep doing and keep keep rolling with. So, <clears throat> with that, I think that addresses all our parts. So, hey, let's get to the meat of this thing and let's get the ball rolling. So, for tonight, uh, because I'm doing this podcast is is at night. I'm, I just got out of work, been at work all day. But you know what? I'm gonna give you guys energy because you know what? It ain't no excuse not to get energy. But I'm gonna give you guys energy, and we gonna we gonna have some fun with this. All right. So tonight we're gonna talk about upper cross syndrome. Um, in layman's terms, not to get too scientific and too you know too health, um, too too much medical terminology going on with you guys. Upper cross syndrome is basically the rounding of the shoulders. Um, it's very common today with the use of, you know, so much technology and uh, us just being, you know, at, out of whack and out of at a disconnect with our bodies. Um, it can be due is due primarily to poor posture and, uh, you know, people in in posture, um, posture li- liable uh, positions. Uh, so you're, you're in a position where you just, you know, you're not really paying attention to what you're doing. Or you're just in a, comp- a compromising position. That's the better. What's the best term? And um, to use in this situation, but um, positions such as reading, watching TV, um, driving, biking, using our computers and smartphones, things like that. You know, those things put us in a position where our shoulders kind of round off to the front, or our shoulders slump down and round off, and we have the uh, our trapezius muscles are relaxed, and our back is relaxed, and you 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 bending your head down to uh to see what's going on in front of you or you or you pulling your shoulders in so that you can type on your computer or what have you. And so that's naturally, you know, the best position for us to use these these systems and these um, these tools such as our phones and our computers and watching TV and stuff like that. But those things also cause issues. And so um, some things that you may experience if you're not sure if you have upper cross syndrome, uh, you can have neck pain, headaches, uh, you know, weakness, you know, basically at the front of your neck. So your neck looks like it's protruding outward. So it looks like you have like what they call like a drill sergeant type head, like your your head is just, you know, uh protrude like basically just out further from the from your body than it probably should be and or naturally may be um of course you know low low back pain fatigue and things like that but the top things you know that that a lot of people experience are the neck pain the headaches and you know just weakness in the neck uh or strain at the back of the strain at the back of their neck and sometimes you can think when you feel this that maybe you had a rough night sleeping or maybe you didn't you know you may have had too many pillows and things like things like that and of course (laughs) sleeping with one pillow uh is one thing that can help a whole lot because i know with me um, and this is, I'm, I'm not getting all the way off subject, but this is, I'm gonna take you left, bring you left and come back. Right. So I know with me, when it came to sleeping, I used to be a person that slept with two pillows and I'm talking about not two pillows. Like I had my arm on one or my, and my face on another one, but like two pillows where I had my head basically like jacked up, uh, because it was a thing where I think I did it because I was bigger then. And so it helped me breathe a little bit better. And it also was a more more comfortable because I was bigger. But <clears throat> that also puts a lot of strain on your neck and causes your neck to, to go out of alignment uh, with your body. And so that can also cause it as well because, you know, you're just doing it subconsciously. So if you are a two pillow sleeper, try to go and sleep with one pillow. And at first, I'm going I'm to be honest with you, it's going to be a little uncomfortable. But <clears throat> the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll become and 
you'll become a one pillow sleeper like we all should be. And then also you had to have a, a pretty nice mattress as well. But I mean, uh, just try to sleep with one pillow and that will help with your neck issues as well if, if you have those. But back to our point, our central point with the upper cross syndrome uh, in, a, in a gym setting. Some people develop this because they do a lot of uh, front frontal plane work or, um, <clears throat> you know, just working a lot with, you know, with the anterior portion of their body. So, you know, a lot of bench press using a lot of the front shoulder, uh, the, the anterior delt and um, it begins to roll everything forward and so when you develop this upper cross syndrome you put a lot of strain on uh certain parts of your back muscles so your latimus dorsi and um the wrist the rear portion of your neck and so you may feel tension within your traps um and you may feel tension at the back of your neck which sometimes could, could cause headaches but sometimes it's like um i don't know if you ever been at a point where you just didn't feel like you didn't feel like you were getting comfortable. Like you just, you know, you kept, had to keep rolling your shoulders or trying to, you know, adjust your shoulders and stuff like that. You know, that could that could just be, you know, your body signaling poor posture. And so if you feel that, try to, you know, straighten up, you know, pull your shoulders back, sit your head back and, you know, um, sit sit in your in the correct posture. But upper cross syndrome also will restrict the movement uh, of you of you being able to retract your neck or you know sit back like you probably should because you have so much tightness uh going on in the anterior side of your body and so what you can do um is go to you can go to therapy for this or you can just choose to try to do corrective exercises whatever uh fits your world and fits your life better is what i would advise you to do but um for me i know i kind of noticed it because i used to think that when I I have it and, you know, had it, have it, you know, I work on mine, but um, <clears throat> I know with me, I kind of noticed it because I would go to the gym and when it would become like my back day and stuff like that, I used to just say, well, I got a weak back. My back is not strong. My back is like the l one part of my body that's lagging. And it's, it really wasn't that. It was just I had compensated and stretch those muscles so that it was hard for me to activate them and even when i was doing my lifts i was still in a compromising position posted and as far as my posture went so i wasn't necessarily engaging and firing all the muscles that i needed to in order to uh get the most from my workouts get the most you know out of you know the way i wanted my body to look this that and the other and so i know i experienced uh you know, before I got, I went to, I had a therapist, you know, a therapist, therapy friend, uh, to help me, you know, as far as like getting my body back in alignment in certain portions. But I also, um, had to do corrective exercise as well, because even when I got back, got back aligned, some of those muscles were so weak, it was easy to slip back out of line, if that makes sense. And also, <clears throat> um, even, with those muscles being so weak, it was hard to stay within that position for a long time because even when I got it corrected, because I had been out of line so long, it felt like I was tense because, but I really wasn't. It was just those muscles had to get used to being in a correct position again. And, uh, that, that's my story on it. And I mean, 
that's what what I, I like now I just try to pay attention to my posture and make sure that I'm standing upright and make sure that I'm, you know, in a good, you know, a good position. And I know some people have complimented me on my posture now and I appreciate that. And, um, you know, it can be taken as you're trying to, you know, stick your chest out or whatever. But you're just trying to like if you were like me, you just rather not have all that tension on your neck and, and stuff like that and not be in a position where you hurting and stuff like that and having headaches all the time. Uh, rather than, you know, being in a position where everything's rolled forward and you just kind of feeling like, you know, whatever. But um, you can notice this, too. Like, it feels like your shoulders are heavy and slumped. And um, the thing that I would say, like, I, like I've like i kind of made a point to earlier in this podcast is strengthening the lat, the lat, the lats, the latimus dorsi, and stretching as well because um, your chest also plays a role in rolling those shoulders forward so the pectorius minor and the pec major um the stronger they get and the the more the muscle rolls in the more <clears throat> the tighter those things become and yeah it may look like or feel like you know you have a decent chest but you don't want to you don't want to compromise or risk injuring yourself later because of you know, overcompensation and, and underactivity because that's what you get. Like the anterior portion of your body is overcompensating and the posterior side is, is overactivating. And so <clears throat> the the exercises that I would give you guys, because this isn't a long podcast, but the exercises that I would give you guys um, are door stretches, you know, uh, standing at your door, uh, put your hand, put your arm out <clears throat> and then raise your, raise your arm, bend it at the elbow and uh, put it on the door at 90 degrees and stretch your chest as well as your front front delt and um, hold that for eight to 10 seconds. Um, and then, you know, left, right side, you know, do it twice as usual. And then um, I would also say do um, get on the medicine ball and do uh, Y ups, uh, W ups and uh, and some V's as well to strengthen those those lat muscles and those those minor muscles that we never really work on the on a regular also of course your conventional lifts such as um shrugs are good for trap builders and, and lat builders uh dead lifts to to really strengthen the back and and get you in a great uh posture but also when you're doing these dead lifts make sure that you're um, that you're doing the deadlifts with good posture and good form in order to get everything that you need to get out of that exercise. Also, um, making sure that you stretch, uh, doing a, a great uh, frontal stretch of the abs. And, and uh, I mean, it kind of looks like a yoga pose uh, from the front, but, you know, lying on your stomach and then putting your hands under your shoulders and straightening your arms out and uh, allowing your your hips and uh, that pelvis to rest to the floor and stretch it on up. Um, that's that's a great thing too. That not that to not only stretch your back but also get um, get those muscles back to to the proper position that they need to be. And also uh, make sure that you add you know medial delt delt head work. So that's the middle part of your shoulder and posterior delt work, which is the rear part of your shoulder. Because on a lot of people, those portions are lagging and because they're lagging that that also is another uh reason that your shoulders are probably rolling to the front and um <clears throat> you know causing you to not not only for physique purposes like yeah you want to have a nice physique and a nice look but you also want to be uh at a non-compromising position and so you want to make sure 
that you are um, standing upright and that you don't have to face some of these problems later in life because bad posture, you don't want to look like the humpback of Notre Dame uh, at age 50, 60, 70, or maybe even let's, let's take a trip back and maybe even 40. And so um, make sure that you're doing these exercises and and even with uh, I, I know I didn't give you guys all the stretches and stuff like that. You can Google this stuff as well and, and look it up and um, and uh, add some of this to your regimen and your daily regimen and daily routine, especially if you have upper cross syndrome at the moment. Be sure to add that to your routine, because I'm telling you, it'll do wonders for you in the long run. A lot of people, um, too, if you just want to know, um, I think it's, it's more prevalent now than it was maybe back in the early 2000s late 90s or 90s and early 2000s um because of phones and stuff like that and people looking down so much um they have a you know a small hump on the back of their neck and so i'm not telling you you can get rid of it completely but you can work on uh strengthening the back of your neck so that way the front of your neck can all those muscles can out because you're gonna have to work on stretching those too um work though (laughs) get those stretched back out and you know, have a, a decent life and try not to be on your phone as much. That's, that's another, a big part that'll help. But um, make sure you're doing those things to strengthen your la- your traps and your lateral dorsi, and make sure you're doing things to stretch your chest, the pectoris, the pec minor and the pec major, and those shoulders, and make sure that you're also working your shoulders and strengthening them so that they can be able to hold your body in a proper position. I'm not telling you that you got to go out and do, you know, 30-pound side raises or, you know, anything like that, but you can do calisthenics-based exercises such as pike push-ups, regular push-ups, and um, stuff like that to also uh, strengthen those muscles as well and pull everything back into position uh, because we do not want to look like... um, we're not going to say what we don't want to look like, but we, we want to make sure that we're, we're not in compromising positions and we want to walk upright with good posture and good form within our upper, our upper, uh, uh, chest and our upper shoulder area. And so guys, I hope that this podcast was very informative. I know it wasn't, uh, it may not have been as entertaining, but it was very, uh, informal. Uh, I hope it was very informal for you. I hope it helped somebody. Um, as far as, you know, the population uh, of people who listen to this podcast i hope it helped everybody um for those that are younger maybe high school middle school age uh make sure that you're, you're really paying attention to that because i know you guys stay on your phone a lot and i'm not saying a phone is bad because i'm on my phone a lot too but let's make sure that we are you know not compromising our our position our structures uh bone structure stuff like that because you know uh, because of that and even with the computers like we all have to use computers but we want to make sure that we're in good positions while we're doing it also for those that are older maybe our older population our middle age and up population uh make sure that we add these to our regimen because it's not too late and um it could also save you a lot of money in the long run uh, a lot of surgery time a lot of doctor visits um a lot of therapy visits um from from doing this right here and right now and so let's make sure that you know, we, we're able to do this so we can, you know, keep ourselves healthy, uh, keep our wellness going and be in a good position uh, moving through space. So as I say all the time, let's be better today than we were yesterday. Let's get better each and every day. Uh, get one percent better 
each and every day and you're doing your part. Uh, do the things that legends do and don't uh, compromise for anybody and don't hold down for anybody and don't compromise yourself for anybody. Be yourself and don't be anyone else, all right? And so until next time, remember, stay classy and be legendary.